Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on another episode of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Before we get started today, let's just talk about a couple of the things that we have set up for you guys. Yeah, guys, feel free to send us your trivia, your favorite funny moment, and your MVP from next week's episode over to Can't Disappoint Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and uh, have you stump us on some trivia. For the full Zach and Steven experience, you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast, and Twitter at You Can't Disappoint for all of the fun shenanigans we get into off pod every week. Wax on, wax off pod. We're really thankful that you guys are listening to us, and I promise to keep whatever that was to a minimum. Now, I say let's kick off this week's podcast. What do you say, Steven? Uh, blue skidoo, we can too, Zach. Let's dive in. All right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Glad we did two takes, Zach. You had a lot to work with there. Dong. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to a very special uh, extra little bit of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast this week. It is Christmas week, so we wanted to still put something out and be able to take it a little easy, so we're just going to enjoy some quality Christmas holiday time with each other and with you together today, and I'm really excited about it. It's going to be real weird as always. I'm I'm so excited. Oh, Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, if you want to say something, go ahead. No, 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 no. Well, you totally botched my thing Can I that riff? I had prepared Can I riff? Say. Can I riff? I worked on this for hours. And Go for you... it. Well, Sorry, it's got to come over. naturally in conversation. It's got to come All right, naturally in conversation. let's just start over. And, you know, I didn't say this. I like to call this little thing that we're doing that I think is going to be a yearly thing here while we're doing You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. I'm thinking a very merry, can't disappoint Christmas with Zach I like and Steven. That. What do you think? What do you think, I, I'm excited we'll for workshop our... it. Yeah, you know, write in better ideas. This year, we're going to be taking a look at all four of the holiday Christmas episodes of Community, and we did that with Kevin Lanigan for our Halloween special, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Nobody wanted to hang out with us this time, so it's just me and Steven, but I wanted to look at this as a kind of, you know, it's the week of Christmas. Imagine it's Christmas morning, we're all sitting on the carpet in our PJs, sipping some cocoa around the tree, getting ready to open some presents, and talking about a show that was on 10 years ago. It's yeah, gonna what be a, a lot sexy of fun, time that's going to be. And I think this year, you know, we're talking about the holiday episodes of Community. I think I look forward to, in future years, looking at holiday-specific offerings from the Community cast and alums. Maybe next year we yeah. can look at something like Christmas Vacation with Chevy, or we could look at, My you know, Allison Bree's movie, um, what's it called? Uh, Happiest Sleeping with Season. Other people. Happiest Season. No, it just came out. It's the one with uh, Kristen... Bell? No. Stewart? Kristen Stewart. And it's oh, like the, a coming out holiday movie. Oh, is that the one where like... And Alison Brie's in it. She like so, goes home with like her significant other. With her like, girlfriend. Out and to the tells, that looks funny. Has a guy from Shakespeare. Alison Brie's in that. And then also Joel McHale was in A Merry Friggin' Christmas, which was one of the final roles of Robin Williams. There's a ton of stuff that we could potentially unpack next year. I think that would be fun. But nice. we're here this year to talk about some holiday stuff and enjoy this warm time with you guys. Welcome to the You Can't Disappoint a Podcast holiday special. I hope it's better than the Star Wars one. I'm Zach, <laughs> and 
Last Christmas, I gave Stephen my heart, and the very next day, he threw it away. And, and mm-hmm. so this year, to save me from tears, I, I'm giving it to someone special, and that is all of you listening to us right now. Thank you. Wow. Um, Zach, way to air our dirty laundry on Sorry. air. Like I mean, when do we not? We already, yeah. We've been doing it for <laughs> seven months now. Um, I'm, I'm Steven. Uh, and I hope everyone's ready for a wonderful, non-denominational, Mr. Winter-filled holiday sexy time here at You Can't Dis- uh, You Can't Christmas Point a, a, a miscast. A podmas. Think- you can't Christmas Point a podmas. I'm going to channel Lucille Bluth and mine was better. Uh- <laughs> I don't thanks care for tuning for in with us. It's the week of Christmas as we release this, and thanks for spending a little bit of time out of this busy week to hang out with us. I think it's going to be fun. Let's get right into some stuff. Stephen, what are your typical holidays like? Like, especially when you were still living at home as a kid, what were the favorite traditions, and what has like come out of that as an adult? What are like new ones that you like, okay. ones that you well, miss? Let's talk about well, that. Well, I have to be 100% honest okay. here. Not necessarily Christmas, Christmas, just holiday. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, because Christmas is of not course. my favorite holiday. Now, Christmas is, like, probably the biggest holiday in my family and the one that, like, you know, like, I've got to be home for every year. You know, like, that's that's the one, you know, that – but Christmas for me, I didn't – it wasn't like I had some traumatic Christmas event, like, as a child, like, you know, but I, I just never really rock with Christmas as much as Thanksgiving. But I do always enjoy the aspects of Christmas, like, being around family. So basically what we would do is on Christmas Eve – you know, we'd go to my one of my uncle's houses, um, and like the whole family would be there, and we'd like do like uh, like a grab bag, and we'd eat together, and you know, like laugh a lot and have fun. And then Christmas morning, um, we would do at my house. So I would wake up really early. So I have two younger siblings that we've talked about before, and I'm there's a pretty substantial gap. So when it was just me, you know, I'd wake up with my mom, and I'd have to wait the four hours because i'd usually wake up at 6 a.m and be like it's christmas it's time to start this shit like let's get going my mom would be like get the out of my room i'm asleep what is wrong with you uh but when i got little brother and sister i was a little older so i was fine you know sleeping because i was a little less like amped uh but you know we'd go my grandma and aunt would come over and we'd like eat like some sort of like i don't know sweet like cinnamon rolls or some shit like that nice did you ever do the like around holiday time the orange cinnamon rolls no, but I know what you're talking They're about. They're pretty good. Yeah, my like we'd have like monkey bread or some shit like that, like the like real sweet. And then we'd you know open presents and have a good time and we'd normally always end up watching Christmas Vacation at least one time. Yeah, like that was our like go-to family movie. Solid. Yeah. What about you? I well, so I was always I have an older sibling, but significantly older, and I was the only mm-hmm. other one. So I kind of grew up like an only child way. Yeah. So Christmas, I was really into the Santa Claus mythology for a long time. Mm-hmm. I remember countless times of like the staircase downstairs of my parents' house. There's like a bit of wall that could be hid behind. Uh-huh. And I remember like staying up late on Christmas night and like sneaking behind the stairs and trying to hear if my parents were putting presents under the tree uh-huh. or hear if like something was happening. And I remember like my family being awake and being like, go to bed. When go I thought to bed, I was yeah. Just ever so slightly tiptoeing down each step. 
Uh, and I always got really into stuff like that. And then Christmas Day was always fun because when I was younger, when I was, I was pretty much the only kid in the family. Yeah. So it was very centered around me. And I got to like read a story in front of everyone. And I, I got to sit by the presents and get a lot of stuff. And then as I got older and I faded out of that and mm-hmm. uh, other family members had kids that were then focused on, I think I was still young enough to feel a little bit like left out for a little while. Yeah. And now I've come to a point where I live with my significant other and my favorite thing about the last couple presents have been that we'll wake up and open stockings that we've like really personally yeah. prepared for together for each other and opening our presents for each other and having a breakfast and then feeling like okay, I can take on, like, the family stuff. That's awesome. And then that stuff's really nice because you really get your day started off the right way. So that's that's really really positive. I've talked about it on the show. I really love watching Christmas TV show Mm -hmm. uh, episodes. I usually spend a lot of my holidays doing that. I love, like, there are a lot of good old-school sitcom Christmas episodes. There's some good Fresh Prince of Bel-Air ones, some Boy Meets World ones that I like. But what are some of your favorite Christmas movies? Um, So for me, Christmas Vacation is really really up there it's, it's probably a classic tough and it's still that. so funny it's still so funny between that and elf for me like in terms of favorite christmas movies if we're going like the classic like animated ones a uh, year without a santa claus mm. is my top in that next is, is that probably the santa one claus with the down. heat miser heat miser i've always yeah. loved that i'm mr, mr. White Green christmas, christmas. <laughs> yeah <Green> christmas <laughs> well that's what the heat miser says I'm Is Mr. Sun, but up, but up. But then okay. the Snow Misers. Okay. I'm Mr. White. I even Christmas. remember the ABC Family like 2010 sequel to it. Oh uh, yeah, the Misers Christmas or something mm-hmm. like that. I and used that one because like because Mother Nature like was their mom and they, yeah. yeah, it was a whole thing. I don't visit a lot of those Christmas special or like hour long things anymore. But I remember. I used to glue my eyes to ABC Family for the 25 Days of Christmas. Oh, yeah. I loved it so much. Now I feel like, I know that's still a thing, but I feel like now people do the Hallmark Christmas movies, and Mm -hmm. that's not really my brand, but maybe this year I'll watch some more of those. I remember watching a lot of them. So we've talked about this before, but a lot of my childhood, like, watching movies growing up, I watched a lot of romantic comedies, and my mom liked a couple of things. She really liked action movies. We really liked really bad sci-fi movies, and we liked romantic comedies. And so Hallmark movies are just really bad romantic comedies, and so we used to watch, like, a lot of those. So I've seen a lot of the ones that came out, like, from, like, the early, like, Mario Lopez Holiday in Handcuffs years to, like, maybe a few years ago. That's one that I remember fondly, just because Mm -hmm. I watched so much of the specials on 25 Days of Christmas. You would get some of those. They have a lot of Mm -hmm. originals there, too. Yeah, now there's just so many that I'm like, uh... Yeah, I should revisit some of the old ones. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was a really weird one with Christina Milian where, like, she was in love with a guy that lived in a snow globe. Hmm. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd it was it. so funny. <laughs> so this year has been so weird and so different. What is What's Christmas going to look like for you this year? Did you come home for Thanksgiving? I came home for, like, a couple days for Thanksgiving. And w- did you, like, ha- was it, like, a really immediate family? Did, was... I just was at my mom's house, yeah. and we wore masks the whole time I was there. Really? Yeah. And, like, I went and visited my grandma, but, like, I didn't enter the same room that she was in at all. That's really smart. And I like to think we were smart, but we didn't even go that far. I didn't go to my family Thanksgiving for mm-hmm. a myriad of reasons, and I just feel like it was the responsible thing to do. And Lil and I went to their family's thanksgiving and it was just us and their parents and Mm -hmm. sister and cousin like the household that we 
uh, ha- are, like have to see yeah. in our in our day to day lives. So, and we kept it small, and mm. that felt nice. What do you think Christmas is going to be this year? Do you think it's going to be the same as that? Do you think it's going to be a little I think more familial? It'll be a little more familial, just a little bit, um, because like. I think we're planning on doing like a kind of immediate family where it'll be like me, my mom, my brother, my Siblings. sister, and then like my aunt, my grandma, and then I think maybe my uncle and my cousin might come. But it's going to be at my aunt's house that has some more space. So I think we'll be able to be spread out. And it's I'm hard. sure that, you know, it's, it's hard to do it the right because, way. Like that's, and that's the holiday the whole family gets together for. It just for, feels like you so got to do it. But it feels, yeah, it's such a, it's so weird. But it's a time that we're recording this semi before it's going to come out. But I, I'm already in a place where I don't know the. I'm not religious. I'm not super into mm-hmm. a lot of the commercialism of the holiday. I don't know what it is, but I get really behind Christmas, and I do get mm-hmm. the warm feelings every year. Uh, yeah, and it's been such a dreary year for so many reasons. And I'm to the point where driving around and seeing people with their Christmas lights out, it really brightens my spirits and it really helps. And I, I'm so ready for that and for some of that warmness. But it, the pandemic of it all just makes – I don't know. It takes away so any no, well, notion of normalcy. And I think normalcy. this year's is hard because a lot of times, you know, like if we have older members of our family, you know, it's hard to – you know, like, okay, well, I'll see them, you know, here, that. But I think that with everything that's been going on, it's kind of – uh, at least for me in my mind kind of made the timetable you know that people aren't here forever a lot more like that clock ticks a little bit louder in my head yeah now so like every chance that i get to like see my grandma you know i want to try but now and when do. it's like should i be seeing them at all and that's should the I? thing is like yeah. i don't want to put her at risk for like being close to her but like at the same time i don't want to like totally not you and know, I think for elderly family time. members, and we'll change the subject very soon. This yeah. is dark. This is going to be a happy <laughs> holiday special. Because um, I really Christmas am. Christmas 2020. I'm very happy and I'm very thankful to have this podcast to talk yeah. to people and to do something at the holidays is fun. But with older family members, I think they're feeling a, a, a tear between like, well, I could get really sick and like that could be it. Mm-hmm. But also like how long do I have and I want to see my loved ones. I don't want to be alone in my house. I want to see my loved ones and if that means I might get sick and that might be it, I want to see my loved ones. I, I it is so hard. Mm-hmm. But this time and this this time of year it, it just has some warmness and I'm hoping that it softens some of the edges of 2020 hopefully yeah. just a little bit. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking forward to the holiday, and I'm glad to be feeling in the holiday spirits tonight. How about you? Yeah. You know, I like I said, I'm not the biggest Christmas guy, but I certainly am feeling the, the holiday spirit right now. What about Christmas music? Are you a big Christmas music guy? I don't know. I feel like I really like to think that I'm one of those people that's like, oh, Christmas music already. But when mm-hmm. it's like that two or three weeks surrounding Christmas, yeah, I do find myself being like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are plenty that I find annoying. I'm not crazy on like Christmas caroling or like uh, like old. There, there's some like poppy hits that I like. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of. I guess the old school Christmas song that I like. One of my favorite Christmas songs is Sleigh Ride. That's always been mm-hmm. a favorite of mine. I just love the melody to it. And I also really like. I don't even know what the song's called, but the uh, Christmas by myself this year. Just deck the halls and trim those trees. It is oh, my yeah. favorite holiday. It's in like a lot of movies. 
It's like mm-hmm. a girl group, like a 60s kind of song. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? Do you have disdain for it? Do you So I work at a dabble? dance studio, and I work so at a dance studio in which someone has curated playlists for each dance that are Christmas-themed. And so it is very plausible that some days for the time that I'm there, only Christmas music will be played. Um, I also used to work in a grocery store for a short period sure. of time. In which... I used to work at a Starbucks. I feel you mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And I love music. And I love at least some of just about every genre of music. And I like a lot of Christmas music. But after a while, some of the... Like really the canon of Christmas music staples that you're going to be hearing on these radio stations and playlists yeah. boils down to like... Less than 50 songs, probably, exactly. but a bunch of different versions and reimaginings of, the of them. Song. And yes, it does get repetitive, especially year after mm-hmm. year. In but terms of are... ones I like, though, I like um, Last Christmas by Wham. I think that okay. is a good one. I like uh, What Christmas Means to Me, Stevie Wonder. I and don't I think also I... Oh, I do fan. know that one. I know mm-hmm. that one. I'm also a fan of, like, in terms of, like, more modern ones, the This Christmas. The This Christmas will okay. be. That one? Yeah. But just like older one. ones, I am all about like the like Charlie Brown Christmas song is probably my favorite Christmas one. The Christmas time okay. is here because it's so sad and so slow. But like it's Charlie Brown Christmas is is another one of my like top top tier Christmas movies because it's so it's it's my favorite Charlie Brown, which is like sad Charlie Brown. Yeah, and that's what I go there for, not for happiness. We watched Charlie Brown Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving, so we'll have to watch Charlie Brown Christmas. I haven't watched it in a while. Have you seen the Charlie Brown Arbor Day special? That one slaps. They play baseball. Is this a joke? I might have seen it if it's about them playing baseball. I had a strong Charlie Brown phase. Have you ever seen the Charlie Brown stage musical, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown? No. It's really, really good. And it was, like, written... It originally ran in, like, the 70s, like, during the the comics. So it was written then. And then there was a Broadway revival in, like, 99 or 2000 that added Mm. a couple of songs. But it's very much in the spirit of, like, the cartoon strips. And uh, you'd probably get a lot out of it. Because, like, as a character, Charlie Brown is, like, so relatable. Super relatable. (laughs) And a lot of the characters are, if not relatable personally, familiar to people Mm -hmm. in your life. Yeah. Let's let's – Talk about some community. Uh, hey, yeah, that's what this is about. Since it's the two of us, I'm not going to forget the the you know the the stuff that we do on the show, the bits that we have. So we're going to yeah. do some trivia. We did Let's not do it. call out for trivia from people this week, but I did try to stump Steven a little bit. I really enjoy when I know stuff that he doesn't. So I've got five questions, I believe, that's just from all four of the Christmas episodes of Community. Would you like me to go first with one of mine? Um, yeah, you go first. I think you have one more than I do. Okay, yes, I have five. My first question is a pretty easy one. What level Laser Lotus is Pierce brought down to after Britta asks him if he's in a cult? Ah, uh, well, you see, after Britta's inconsiderate question, he was yeah. taken down from a level five Laser Lotus to a level four. You got it. Good job, Not buddy. Not have the same powers. Um, all right, I've got a, I've got a, a you know underhand toss to you for the first one um what cookie does abed take too many of in the season one special winter doodles yeah it's a little easy it's a little easy we've already done mm-hmm. that episode once you know so mm-hmm. we, we, yeah we kind of know, know it on carol on canyon in Ooh. uh abed's uncontrollable christmas what do the plants release instead of oxygen
Just hear those sleigh bells ringling, ting, ting, tingling, too. <laughs> oh, what lovely is weather it? for a sleigh ride Dairy dust? with you. What no, is it? No, they, uh, <laughs> they release Christmas songs instead of oxygen. Oh, yeah. I love I, the holiday that. times when I get things right over Steven. Give it's me good. another one of yours, pal. Okay, in the season two special, what do we know about planet Abed's atmosphere? Mm. Mm-hmm. You've got that one over me. I don't think I know, friend. Well, it's made up of 7% cinnamon. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Well, it's... <laughs> I'm really excited. We're only probably a month or two away from really di- uh, diving deep into that episode. And yeah, I'm excited I too. have quite a bit I could talk. say about it. I think it'll be a fun mm-hmm. one to tear apart. My next question for you, what denomination mm-hmm. is Annie's dad? I believe a- this was Episcopal- also a- Episcopalian, I had to say yes. it right. Episcopalian. Correct. Yeah. Um, all right, question number three for you. In... The season three special, what role does Shirley play in the pageant? Hmm. I, I don't know. She played the Christmas queen. Oh, okay. Sure. The Christmas queen. What specifically caused the prior Glee Club's bus crash and deaths? Ah, well, you see, here's what really happened. At least what I am led to believe. Sure. Is that uh, Mr. 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 Uh, Corey Radisson? Mm-hmm. That's his name. Uh, cut the brake lines to the bus. Absolutely correct. When they were driving, and then they they died. I'm pretty sure he that's what them. happened. Do you have one yeah, more? Yeah, he killed them. I do. In season in the season four special, what was the professor's nickname for Britta that he used all semester with her? Oh, Broken Barbie? Was that it? Yeah. 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 Poor Britta. My last question for you, also from season four. What does Professor Cornwallis expect Americans to mix whiskey with? Oh, uh, Cherry Coke. Cherry Pop. And there's one other thing. Oh. He says, oh, you'd probably mix it with Cherry Pop or... Um, I don't remember what the other one was. Monterey Jack Cheese. Oh, that's what it was, Monterey Jack Cheese. You I know who the got... actor who plays Professor Cornwallis is, do you? Yeah, that was Anthony Hopkins, right? No, that was a that joke. Was that was Malcolm a joke. McDowell, yeah, uh, the star of A Clockwork Orange. I've never seen A Clockwork Orange, but I, I do haven't know either. Malcolm but McDowell. that's like yeah. I know it, and I know what mm-hmm. the guy looks like, and the image of his eyelashes, and like his eyes being pulled open. It's a super iconic role, and he yeah. played a professor on Community for a season. Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I like him when he plays, like, the bad guy and stuff, which I feel like is most things that he does. But, yeah, yeah. he's like uh, extra British Anthony Hopkins to me. <laughs> they look the sure. same sometimes. Well, that was fun. It's always fun to do a little trivia. Uh, I think you did better than me, actually. So I did my own horn. I, I believe so. Uh, you got the – oh. No, you got two of my four. You got one, two, three, and a did half a of mine. One? Three and a half out of five. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, anyway, it's a Christmas let's, miracle. Let's talk through these episodes, starting with season one, Comparative oh, yeah. Religion. You've heard us talk a little bit about it before. That's, of course, the episode that mixes Jeff getting in an altercation with the school bully played by Anthony Michael Hall, um, and it, it leading to a fight between them that causes a 
conflict with Shirley, who is really struggling this holiday season because of what's going on in her family life. Mm-hmm. And she's really upset that Jeff is going to get in a fight on the day that she's having a holiday party. And she's really pushing her religious aspect on things. And it's all about that conflict and what comes out of it. Hilarity ensues. Thoughtful conversations happen. It's one of my favorite episodes of Community, I think. What, yeah. do, you, what do you think about that one? I like this one a lot. It's it's not number one for me in the Christmas episodes, but I think that's also partially just because I've seen it more recently than I had seen the other ones. Sure. Um, but I think that, you know, if for nothing else than the the scene where, like, Jeff is, is practicing, like, getting ready for the fight and everything that happens with that and then the actual fight itself are so Forrest funny. Forrest Whitaker, I. And yeah. <laughs> what, what up? What up? What up? So what up? <laughs> so, so up? Huh? Yeah, and there's I, a and lot that's of really funny just, jokes. It's so and there's jokes layered on that, like Pierce's, uh, oh, that foxy black girl just uh, <laughs> over there at the shore's like, what? Why she have to, Why be, she black? Have to be black? Or <laughs> Britta with the fighting is gay jokes, and that's all in this yeah. one scene. I think Community gets bolder and maybe funnier in some regards as it moves on, mm-hmm. but the dialogue in season one is just Top really notch. consistent and smart and real, and the the dialogue in that episode is super strong. Yeah. Um, what are some of your other favorite bits? What's your favorite like the the Christmas aspect of the episode? What 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 do you think of? Of course, there's the Dean's non denominational Mister Winter and everything yeah. that comes along with him trying to be PC through the holiday season. Yeah, I think that I really like the scene where everyone kind of brings uh, their own gifts to the Christmas party, right? Like uh, Britta brought nothing because that's what she, you know, believes in, and Pierce brought a bong because his relig- his religion is a cult, not a real, you know, thing. All of the jokes about being displeased with Jeff's agnosticism is really yeah. funny. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's great because I mean, Abed, who actually like was just coming to the party, he brought like a traditional Muslim dish that Shirley was very much like, oh, oh as a woman, I won't be allowed to eat that. <laughs> this episode, that segues well into how well this episode does the Shirley character. Yeah. Because it paints her in a negative light quite a bit to where she's in the wrong and she's being really closed-minded and disrespectful of the other people mm-hmm. that are her friends. But it also like does that believably in a way that I think is very true to life. They it don't, does. They don't turn the character into a caricature in this episode. She is real and she is convicted and it, her faith makes it hard for her to see outside exactly. of it. She's living in a bubble sometimes and it helps her see outside of that a little bit, I think, as well. I her think Christmas so. carol, her silent night, appropriate night, is a really great moment as well. Mm-hmm. I also will forever laugh like laugh like gutturally at the part where annie walks in when she's saying joy the world and she goes the, the lord, lord the lord the lord it's so good yeah, really really <laughs> nice i like a lot of it i like the little moment when annie uh you know sees the baby jesus on and puts it on the christmas tree and, yeah because and and we know you're I, one I of us know you were one of us and <laughs> there's I, I've said this a million times in a bunch of different places that I just love how this on a network television show talks about religion so lightly but a little bit more on a deeper level than you're ever seeing. Yeah. Usually you just see families go to church but they don't ever talk about their faith 
or they don't talk or it's just completely a religious this shows that like if you make a friend group with a bunch of strangers in a college you're all going to have a different belief system and mm-hmm. you can learn from that and you can also butt heads because of it and i think yeah. the episode does it in a really funny and believable way i do think we're underselling uh anthony michael hall in that episode and the <laughs> i fight know there's so many great it. things that aren't even that you know that's it's such a good episode yeah the fight scene specifically at the end of the episode is one of the most memorable segments with that song kiss from a fist who the, who is it by florence florence something uh it's know. a really really great and yeah. catchy song and it fits the scene really well and it's one of those things where sometimes in a movie like you can take a not christmas song and mm-hmm. play it over a christmasy situation and it fits and, and it, it makes fits. you, and it feels Christmassy with that like alt rock song that has nothing to do with Christmas. While they're all beating each other up, the fake snow blowing in the air, Shirley beating the guy with a candy cane, and it's December tenth. There's a lot of really <laughs> great stuff in that episode. Yeah, so good. It's just, it's like you said, it's one of the best episodes of Community. It'll be interesting at, when we get to the end of the series. I don't know how high it's going to end up. I don't think I see it maybe being in my top five, but. It certainly is in my top five strongly now, and I see mm-hmm. it staying pretty high up no matter what's thrown at it. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, so moving on from that, let's talk about season two, which is a totally different kind of Christmas it episode. Is. That's no, Go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas, the claymation episode of the series that's sort of an homage to those old school specials we were talking about, but also mm-hmm. Community totally doing its own thing where – Abed is having a crisis of personality when it comes to the holiday season and his distance from his family and his lack of family. And it it makes him see everything as claymation. And the study group kind of uses this to analyze Abed and try to kind of diagnose Abed or kind of try to mess with Abed. And meanwhile, Mm -hmm. Abed goes on the journey that he needs to go through to find out what Christmas really means to him and what he wants to do with it. What do you think of that one? I'm... I like it a lot. It does everything right, but something about it feels weird and doesn't quite resonate with me. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Well, this one is my my top. You know, okay. I, I I've said it's very close between season two and season three, and even season one I still like. You know, I think it's an A episode. Yeah, you just said community. it was one of the best episodes of Community. Yeah, I and I stand by that. Yeah. But the season two one is my favorite. I think it's so like out of the box and it gets points for that but even just the story alone and kind of the journey that Abed goes on the journey that his friends go on to see that like okay this is what the issue is you know like we want to support him and throughout the whole thing like they very well like season one of the group Jeff would have been like Abed you're being stupid this is dumb I'm not taking part in this but they all went on that journey with Abed because they care about him and they love him you know and they want him to be okay and they don't want him to get kicked out of school for having a you know psychotic breakdown you know, and, and I think that to me, like, there's so many things that episode that really make me like appreciate not only like the show, but also just the people in my life that I have. I think wow. it's, it's, it's really like, that's why it kind of hits for me. That's interesting. It just never has touched me in that level. I think it's mm-hmm. just a little convoluted and they throw a lot into it. And I think the more yeah. high concept it goes with what's going on in the storyline, the more disconnected I am from the emotional thread. It's mm-hmm. got a ton of uh, incredible visuals, and the way that they were able yeah. to 
reimagined the entire world of community, like down to Duncan's office in an early scene and the cafeteria scene in the beginning feels very community, even with them being animated. They do a great job with the likeness of the characters. And yeah. once they get into the more fantastical realm, a lot of the character designs are really funny when they change to different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I don't feel – we're a couple of months away from really diving deep into that one. And I'm I'm really looking to forward to diving into it. to the root it of too. it. I really like it. And I think more than anything, it's just such an impressive feat of an episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they really pulled that off. And the animation looks amazing. It doesn't look like they had to kind of cheap out on it because it's not what they normally do. It well, looks great. Yeah. With the animation, like I – you know, as very obvious, I've been watching a lot of animated – shows this year and a lot of shows a lot of different kinds of animation different kind of ways of doing that um i don't think i've watched anything that's that's really claymation yeah done but i've you know i really like stop motion movies in general but like and now this is just one episode right it's not like doing an entire series in this format but for that one episode they do such a good job of like the consistency between oh, yeah. throughout the whole episode is really hard to do with i mean, even though they're not technically clay as abed points out but the way that, I mean, just the way they get the movements of all the characters, they get the mannerisms of the, the you know, the cast in them, too, is really, really impressive. And, like, how smooth a lot of the more action-y moments are, you know, Definitely. are really impressive. Yeah, they knock it out. I, one of my favorite shots is when they're on top of the train and Duncan is running after Abed and he, like, says something to Abed and Abed kind of hits, like, a Spider-Man pose or yeah. something like that. So cool. So cool. I, speaking of the animation, I think it's so nightmarish at the end of the episode when they all <laughs> – and I think it's really sweet that it ends with them all gathering around watching like a TV special together as a group of friends because mm-hmm. that's something that I really like to do. I resonate with it. But that shot at the end where it's them <laughs> claymation watching TV and then the TV goes black and in the reflection of the TV you see like – not real it looks like a really like promotional photo that they're using to make it look like their reflection of them watching (laughs) in the tv and it looks really weird and it really takes you out of the world for a second and i don't know i don't like that at all yeah maybe i need to see it again because i i thought you know maybe it was a little cheesy if you really look at it i think it looks pretty bad yeah Now, now, if you want to know how to do a TV, you know, animated to real life scene, check out Fat Albert starring Keenan Thompson. Wow. Yeah, I know a lot about that film. I, I, I'm you a sure big proponent do. of it. Let's talk about the songs <laughs> from that episode. I don't think okay. any of the songs super stand out. It's a lot more like little musical bits than like full out songs like the mm-hmm. next season's Christmas yeah. episode. Um, do you have one that stands out as a favorite that you remember? I like the... Um... The short, sad Christmas songs, I think it's the funniest one. Like, even before the reveal that the snowman is Chang, I still think yeah. it's the funniest one. And that Chang button joke is, it, it goes there, but it's funny. It's, it's, it's funny, yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite's <laughs> That's What Christmas Is For at the end. I like that one. That's a nice one. There's some one. funny bits in that, and I like that it gets the whole crew involved, because it's mostly just Abed singing in this one. Yeah, which I like hearing Abed sing, because he doesn't have a bad voice at no. all. But anytime you get to hear Yvette sing, it's great, because her voice is just so good. Definitely. Talking... I, I, Allison can sing too, but oh yeah, Allison's not bad. And yeah. talking about singing, that's an easy segue into the third season's Christmas episode, yeah. regional holiday music, which is a total send up of Glee, in which they've painted this alternate universe where the study group once filled in for the Glee club after a tragic accident involving the death of the Glee club, 
And the the study group came together and covered for them and won a competition or something. Yeah. And now it's Christmas time. Abed again is kind of struggling with what the Christmas holiday is going to mean for him. And he gets on board with Mr. Rad, the Taryn Killam guest star. Which is such a great teacher guess, in that episode. Absolutely. He Abed gets involved with them. He one by one, like serial killer, gets all of the study group to go crazy and get on the glee side of things and mm-hmm. they prepare for a big performance in the end all to cover for the current glee club who has also been was it because of them getting season uh, assisted jeff reported them basically to the like they didn't have licenses for that music they were singing i would think if something like that happened though it would affect the concept of the glee club and not, yeah, the not specific the individual people members. in it but whatever <laughs> like the director would get in trouble that's who'd be <laughs> i think regional holiday music is a ton of fun it's all so of much the musical fun. moments work really well and when they don't work great as musical moments they're very funny um as a fan of glee who really likes to poke fun at how far off the wall that show went. There's some really funny specific homages to Glee, like when there's the choral music playing in between scenes mm-hmm. or the the almost spitting image piano player yeah. man who shows up, the, the way they set up the risers in the study room, and also how Jeff they bring up things the like... Vest. Yes. Also how they bring up things like they're preparing for regionals uh, and nobody really knows what that means because on Glee they did that and it's not exactly Constantly. a thing. Uh, yeah, what what are some things that stood out from that one for you? Um, yeah, I think the whole Glee – now I am nowhere near the, the Gleek that, that you were, Zach, but I did watch are. the show every week from episode one until I stopped a few seasons in. And most people did. Yeah, and I enjoyed it for the time being, you know, always a – Jesse St. James stand over here. We love oh, Jonathan yeah. Groff down oh, at, at You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Absolutely. Uh, this but, episode, this bonus episode of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast is, of course, brought to you today by Jonathan Groff. He's yeah, very graciously himself. paid for him. He doesn't have anything to pitch. Uh, we just wish him well. And yeah. thanks for your support, Jonathan. Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. Um, look into those uh, salivary drying strips I told you about. Really going to help don't, you out in the long Don't run. look into them, John. <laughs> No complaints here. Uh, I think at least the part of this episode that I always remember the best for whatever reasons my brain at the time decided to really lock in the whole Annie singing to Jeff song, you know, for some reasons. I don't know what the two of them could be. But I think that, you know, that is just such an iconic scene. It's so funny because Allison <laughs> plays it up so well. Yeah. And it's so ridiculous. She's definitely playing to her audience in that And one. Jeff is, like, not into it, but at the same time, he very much was into it enough to join the Glee Club immediately after. So. I, <laughs> I definitely remember being, like, 12, 13-year-old Zach and watching that and being like, I'm having hmm. some feelings. <laughs> doopy 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 doop sex. That's <laughs> sums it up pretty well. It's a funny moment in Jeff's takedown of like you know you kind of reach a diminishing returns with the sexiness there yeah. after a while. <laughs> I think uh, my, my favorite moment of the episode though it has to be at at the end after Abed tells Britta that you know she needs to be the Mouse King and she's like well, what about the lyrics and he says they're in your heart. <laughs> And what she goes out there and does is just so Britta She's and like, oh, so yeah, it is. funny. Yeah. I know people take issue with the character Britta becomes and how they kind of uh, how they kind of play to that really silly, nonsensical but version of it. her. But Gillian does it so well and so uniquely 
weird that I feel like she that's got to be like how she jokes around in real life and I love yeah. that it comes through with the character and that moment made me laugh a lot of course the dean saying oh Britta's in this was really <laughs> great uh, Mr. <laughs> Rad having the mental breakdown in front of everyone and 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 it finally announcing that he was the one who killed the and something with being a fan of Glee is that not everybody who watched the show feels this way, but Mr. Mm-hmm. Schuster on Glee is like one of the worst characters in television history. All of the kids and faculty in Glee like treat him as like he's that inspiring teacher that really has drive. But then his character always does stuff like in the very first episode he plants drugs in Finn's office, so he has to yeah. What the fuck locker, is up with that? Um, he, in season four, he kicks a girl out of the Glee Club because she's not willing to wear the skimpy costumes that he has picked out. One of the worst quotes that I saw on a YouTube video recently was, like, just Mr. Schuster saying, you guys were right to point out that those people are minorities because if I'm being honest, you're all minorities. You're in the Glee Club. And I was like, whoa, Mr. Schuster, you're likening people being a choir nerd to... I don't know. He's a really bad character. So for Mr. Rad to go from being this cool, charismatic guy to an absolute, like, masochist, it was it was really funny. And, and you know what I think to Mr. Mr. Schuster. Mr. Schuster really started grossing me out. Was it Do when you he sang Blurred Britney's... Lines? No. Uh, Leading his teenage students great. through the hallways of the school not singing great. Blurred Lines. Uh, the one for me is when he sang Toxic in that very creepy so high can't come down and it really made me uncomfortable but hey it i was sure never did more aware of songs on itunes oh and i bought a couple of them actually I, I probably bought more songs from madonna i bought the whole madonna episode episode album i stand by this i like the glee version of lady gaga's poker face better than the original and go look it up and it's cool it's actually really so. really good adina menzel right mm-hmm and yeah Lee michelle yeah what never mind let's not dive into the the plot holes and storylines yeah Lee. more about the episode of community because it, it does do a really good job what are let's talk about the songs what are some of your favorite musical moments obviously the rap is one. the rap is is really up there honestly i don't think there's a miss with the songs in this episode because i think the rap is great i think Annie's song is so memorable and hilarious i'm kind of so so on baby boomer santa to be honest i, I liked that one i think my if favorite nothing else i thought that pierce that... was really funny in it is when Troy and Abed are saying all the stuff that the the baby boomers did, and yeah, and it keeps cutting to Pierce being like, "Yeah, we did yeah. that. I yeah, did that. you're welcome." Yeah. That was pretty funny. I really like. I think super underrated moment is the Shirley moment where so Pierce funny. gathers this chorus of kids to sing about how they know Christmas is special, but they don't know why because their public schools won't teach them, and it totally caters to Shirley in a way that's really funny and not too cartoony. Like, of course, she's gonna bite that yeah trap. and and the when she's squirming while they're talking about how public schools won't say the word jesus it's all very, well and i wanted funny. to talk about that because it's so funny uh because you know you went to a you know christian school growing up at least and i turned out fine right yeah you know yeah. Uh, which is funny and then i went to public schools but i went to a public school in conservative indiana where you have something called religious ed mm-hmm. that you would go across the street to the church. And sing church songs. And, yeah, yeah, and you'd learn about the Protestant Christian religion. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't go, then you had to stay in the classroom and do a work packet instead. So so you were going to go. Yeah. Yeah. I one, one girl in the class, her parents wouldn't let her because they were mm-hmm. Catholic. And she's like, well, that's just not the kind of 
thing we practice. So I'd rather you didn't go to that because, you know, you're a formative child. Sure. and yeah. Which, you know, feel about that how you will. But sure. she had to do a work packet in the classroom and said, and I was like, well, that's kind of f***ed up. Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you're all having <laughs> the happiest of holidays here at You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Nothing but good Why vibes. do you hate me and Jesus? You know, like... <laughs> I don't think my brown is working, Steven. What else about season three? What else stands out? Um, I really like the end tag in that one. Is th- Oh, that, I think that's one of the best end tags in all of community. Where they're the Christmas tree ding, ornaments ding, 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 and ding, the way their faces look on all the ornaments and as they look around each other, like the Dean reacting when Chang's getting clawed down by a cat. I think that's really <laughs> cute. Pop, um, pop, pop, pop. My I name is Mr. Rad's song is, is very cute, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Well, yeah, and favorites. it's really cute. And Abed, like... Danny Pudi just does a fantastic job that whole episode, but that song in particular, I think he does a really good job of like just performing it like he's in Glee. Sure. <laughs> Last but not least, we've got the season four Christmas episode, Intro to Knots, which of yeah. course season four is controversial. Uh, Intro to Knots sees the group trying to have a more, uh, you know, a more grown-up, grown uh, sophisticated Christmas party, but it becomes derailed with sort of a hostage situation when they tie when their history teacher who comes gets tied up over them having potentially received a failing grade on a paper and trying to get the grade raised higher out of the professor what do you think of it you know i think i realized what i don't like about this episode but i'll say what i like about it first okay i i overall enjoyed the episode i think it's better than your average episode of cable tv sitcom show but in terms of the other three great episodes of Christmas Community that we've talked about, it's not it just the same falls league. a little short. No. And, you know, I think that I love some of the jokes in it. I think Troy is hilarious in it, as always. Abed's great in the episode. But uh, kind of like how Abed points out at the beginning, like, you know, you expect them to do something kind of fun and exciting, something crazy. And, oh, this, really. is, this is what we're doing, you know. And I, we both have talked about how much we dislike Changnesia. So even though this is, like, a more stomachable chang kevin episode it puts a stain on most episodes it's a part of Mm -hmm. i also like i i don't like the whole trying to get a better grade on their paper thing and now especially that they all look 35 at at least and that they have done this so many times and that they're able to it's so cartoonish that they're like literally kidnapping a person and they're able to go back to school the next day yeah, it just there's why is Annie still like anal retentive about like her grade like going up and yeah. It feels like community coasting. And mm-hmm. community with Dan Harmon never coasted. And now coasting community is still a hangout sitcom that's a step above just about any other hangout sitcom. But it, yeah. it leaves my mouth I don't know. It it doesn't get my mouth as wet as I'd like personally. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what uh, – and honestly, it's not really that Christmassy other than the gift exchange aspect of it, which I, I do like some of the jokes they have of gift exchanges. Mm-hmm. Each study group member shows up with gifts when they weren't supposed to get gifts. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Jeff was the only person who didn't bring a gift. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I like that. I – yeah. it's I enjoy the episode quite a bit. I think that – especially once, you know, there is the part where he's like, okay – you know, as as much as I don't love him antagonizing the group, I think that at least for the course of the episode, it works well when you when you still think there's like, okay, he is tied up, blah blah blah, and you know he's like, okay, somebody's gonna do it. I like the reveal that Shirley is you know in the running for valedictorian too, 
in that, you know, Annie and Shirley continuing their, like, silent feud between the two of them. Annie, you know, kind of didn't guess that it would be Shirley at all, so that sure. would be Britta before then. You know, and that's, that's kind of funny. You know, something that struck me watching it, too, is I felt like there were just so many callbacks where they said, like, other things that they had said before again. And mm-hmm. I think this show is better when it doesn't do that. When it doesn't do that. Yeah. But there are a lot of things I like about it. It's just, yeah, there's so many things about the other three episodes that are wow. And this uh, the season four outing is just kind of like, well, okay. That mm-hmm. was fine. Yeah. Moving on from that, so let's rank these bad boys. Okay. Um, let's both go one at a time. So let's both give our fourth place, our last place. Mm-hmm. And for me, I that's think we Intro both to the Knots. Same one. Yeah, Intro to Knots is my number four. And A for effort for it, really, it is a decent episode, and if you totally hate season four, you'd probably enjoy some aspects of it. Yeah. Um, But it's just not the other three. So let's go up to three. Who's your number Mm -hmm. three? My number three, and now this is not a knock on this episode. This just shows how much I like my one and two choice. My number three is going to be season one's episode, uh, Comparative Religion. I disagree with you, but I do understand why any of these three could be very much Mm -hmm. your favorite. For me, my third spot is Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas, which I'm sure will make some people upset. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a lot of people's – like it's one of the most standout of the Christmas episodes. Yeah. It just doesn't resonate with me like the top two do. Uh, Steven, for you, what is number two? Number two for me, and this is only slightly um, because it's my favorite while I'm watching it. But, you know, I, you kind of get post-nut clarity and uh, for me, and I'm like, you know, you were a lot of fun, but – but I want a little more, you know, Yeah. on a consistent want basis. Want a little more so, substance. Exactly. So, you know, but my number two is going to be the Glee episode. Um, sure. What's it called? Holiday? Regional Care? Holiday Regional music. Holiday Music. Yeah, is my number two. But I think that's one of the most fun episodes of Community you can watch. Which, of course, would make your number one. Um, Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. I think it's a masterpiece episode, damn near. I definitely think it's immaculately created. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have umbrage with that. It's just not my personal vibes. Yeah. My number two is also regional holiday music because the parody works so well, the music works so well, the funny works so well. Uh, but my number one is comparative religion because that's the one that gives me the funny and it also gives me some warm fuzzies and it gives me some thoughtful conversation on religion that you're not seeing on TV hardly ever. So that's why that gets the edge above for me. Let's talk about. You know, something that I'm sure if you're listening, you know that we like to do on our show is award an MVP award at the end of every episode of Community We Cover. We're going to do all these episodes. We've already done Comparative Religion. We're going to give them their MVPs when we get to them. Mm -hmm. But just as a whole, who is your Christmas holiday MVP for Community? Uh, What one character seems to be best represented when they're doing a holiday-style episode? I think, uh, for me, it's pretty strongly Abed. As much as I love some of the Shirley and Troy stuff in these episodes, and Annie as well, for me, uh, Abed is the one who I think in all the Christmas episodes shines really, really bright. I think it, gonna... even even in the first season is not quite as much, but in two, three, and four, like Abed is is my favorite stuff in there. I'm gonna throw a big old curveball. I just came up with this. My holiday MVP is gonna be Dean Craig Pelton because nice. the I'll holiday season just allows his brand of politically incorrect political correctness to mm-hmm. thrive and from moments like mr winter in the first season <laughs> to season two when he's like do you ever just want to merry christmas there i said it there's a <laughs> lot of really uh, to him being in love with mr rad in season yeah. three 
I love the Dean material in the Christmas episode, so I'll give it to him. I like that. Now we're going to move into something that I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. It's time to open some presents, Steven. Hey! We've done a little bit of, gift, of a gift exchange, and I think I really just wanted this Christmas special to feel like you're hanging out with us over the holiday season. Yeah. And honestly, I don't buy enough friends Christmas presents, so it was good to have an excuse to do something like this. Yeah, it was definitely exciting. How do you want to do this? Do you want to take turns? Yeah, why don't you go you, me, you, me, you? Okay. okay. Does that work? Does it matter what I open first? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't remember what I got. Video to. viewers, you can watch it happen. Audio. Is Woo! Fun. Live unboxing There's ASMR. Some, yeah. It's an article of clothing. That's what he thinks. What is this? Is this. This is cool. The. This is, is cool. The, which one is I'm going to show the camera is? and I'll explain yeah. it to the people. This looks to be a. A sweatshirt of University <laughs> of American Samoa Law School, where one who, who Jeff went Winger, there, Zach? What? Who went there, Zach? One Jeff Winger got his close, quality law close. degree from there. Not no? Jeff Winger. Who is your favorite, second favorite lawyer? Oh, is that where? That's where uh, Jimmy McGill got. Yeah, his lawyer, which was also a similar that he kind of fought his way into it. I'm yeah, sorry I know it's that not I didn't get related, that right away. But I, I figured that. But I yeah. also love this, and I'm gonna wear this, and no one's ever gonna know what it which is. Which I thought would like be extra like cool that. because sure. yeah, only you would get it, and like people who have seen enough. I really appreciate that. that. Cool. Yeah. All right, your okay. turn. Open something. Does it up. matter which one I open? I don't care. Okay. Whichever one's calling for you. The one that's top here. Sure. Okay, here's being article of clothing as well. Ooh. That's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Okay, it's an all five dances shirt. All five great. dances. And I'm really happy that you got me this because I almost got you this, but by the time I was looking at it, it would not have gotten to you at the same time. So that I said that happy. to Lil today. I said, I think there's a non-zero chance that we might have gotten each other the same shirt. I was so close. It was like... But I yeah. thought as a dancer and as a super I really obscure love community shirt, time. yeah, I thought that was a good one. Thank you, buddy. I'm going to wear cool. this all the freaking time. Nice. I'm going to wear that sweater, too. I'm moving on to the next one. This is a, a box right. of some sort. Ooh. Um, what is these scissors I got? Is it the bigger box or this is the smaller box? Smaller box. This is going to make great audio content. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait till Zach opens up this box full of anthrax that I sent him. I was really hoping to open These that are one last. The first Christmas presents of the season I'm opening too. Yeah, so me fun. too. Merry Christmas, buddy. Well, the first Merry thing Christmas, Harry. At the top. Oh man, Merry and Christmas, inside bro. the box, it's been gift wrapped. You shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, it says, "Keep your gift a surprise. Unwrap your present before opening this envelope." Ooh. And it is. It's got a nice little bag that it's wrapped in. Is there anything on the card? Did you write something? Can you do that? Yeah, you can do that. Did I? There's always money in the banana stand from Stephen Baker. Wow, you sure do know how to make my banana stand. Hey yo! I'm really bad at unwrapping things. Why did I think this was a good? I idea? really wanted them to like extra wrap it because I was hoping you'd struggle. I am struggling. Which makes my banana stand. I don't really know how to go about this. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is my gift to myself. Is <laughs> is there something to Jenga? <laughs> I paid seventy five extra dollars for a master gift wrapper to extra wrap everything so that it would be very okay. difficult for you to get into. How am I? Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Jesus. <laughs> okay, let's see what this thing is. We've got a pop vinyl of Michael Bluth of Arrested Development. I like this. This is my first pop vinyl, and I will hey! probably display it. I thought it'd be Very a nice cool. one to go in your in your nice. In your He's setup in his there. Bluth Bluth bananas uh, apron. He's got a frozen banana. Very nice. Thank you, my friend. Of course. One more for Steven. Go ahead and open. Alrighty. Excited. Here we go. Uh oh. Uh oh. Let's get into it. It's asbestos. Ooh. Run. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh shit. Oh shit. Hell yeah. Zach. Okay. Yeah. So this is the collected works of Hayao Miyazaki, who is one of my favorite, like, just directors, period, but in terms of, like, anime movies, holy shit! Okay, okay, hold on, let me see which all this has Hell in yeah. it. But it has, um, The Wind Rises, My Neighbor Totoro, Spirited Away, Nausicaa of the Valley, Castle in the Sky, Howl's Moving Castle, Porco Rosso, and freaking my favorite anime movie of all time, Princess Mononoke. Hell yeah. That is fan freaking tastic oh my god thank you so much no problem this I is awesome like yeah oh my god nice it has more movies than that it has 11 movies on it because it's got the picture yeah. from the loop in the third movie he did holy shit this is awesome buddy Hell thank yeah. you so much awesome oh yeah i'm hype i'll get one more oh wow he got me the same thing it's the anime collection <laughs> <laughs> I also got you the Hayao Miyazaki collection. You're guilt tripping me into watching these. <laughs> what we got? We got some air filler type stuff. I was really curious as to what sort of packaging they were going to put this in and to what size this is. I'm holding something that appears to be a firework of some sort. <laughs> it's a tube. Oh, it it'll looks... make your firework. Is it a poster? Scra oh, it's a scratch-off movie poster. Yeah. I've seen these advertised. Yeah, I thought that'd be cool. You could put it up, and I know you, you know, are you do well when you like complete this list of movies. Yeah, I think for there's sure. some on there that you haven't seen, some that you have. I'm not quite and sure. And there's a couple to... on there that I know for a fact that you have not seen and want to see. Yeah. So feel accomplished. You know, win something for once. I'm not gonna pull it out here because I'm not sure how to. But this is cool. It's one of those things where. You know, it has one image, and when you see the movie, you use a coin to scratch it off, and then it gives another image. I've seen these advertised. Cool stuff. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. This was fun. I'm glad that yeah. we did this. How Me too. How warm and Christmassy. This was a blast. <laughs> yeah. Merry, I wanna... Merry Christmas, Ron. Merry Christmas to everyone listening. Happy holidays to everyone listening. I hope your traditions are going well, despite the differences this year. I want to wrap up this holiday special that we're doing by just real quick doing a little bit of looking back and looking forward as we end the first year of our podcast and start the next one. How do you feel? How, how did you, what did you think was going to happen when I said, hey, Steven, let's do a community podcast? And how Zach, do you feel now totally at the end of December? If I'm being totally honest with you, sure, I me. thought that we would record a few episodes and it would be a lot of fun and like 10 people would listen to it and we'd be like, wow, that was a fun thing that we did. You know, and however long we did it, we'd do it. 
but like I never expected first of all to have like it was crazy even we kind of first got you know introduced into the group of other community podcasts like just meeting people through that has been insane and crazy but like the fact that you guys like listen and write in and care enough to like interact on the internet with us and like have listened to more than one episode of us talking about random shit like it's it's really like i'm really grateful and zach it's been great getting to do this with you because you know like there was a time where we hung out like almost every day and now we're you know in different time zones you know even if we're right next to each other like and it's it's been nice to to get to interact with you and, and see you and and just remember why I hate you, how I, I do. I completely agree. And you, we've been talking a little bit lately about how we're at a point where, like, you like you know someone who uh, wants to meet up sometime that listens to yeah. the podcast. And, and we've had people do videos about having watched the podcast. And as much as, like, I always wanted to make this as a thing for people to listen to, and I'm so glad people do, it's it's... Like kind of like a I don't know aspects of it are kind of like a personal like diary kind of thing where yeah. we just connect and and hang out and people listen to it and like hearing people like reference to it it's a little trippy but it's really yeah. cool and it's something I've wanted to do for a long time and I had the the thought today that like about this time last year I was sitting down to watch all of the community Christmas episodes and now mm-hmm. a year later I do it. Uh, for the, this podcast with a community of people who are listening to it and with a community of people that I've met through it. And it, in a year that has been pretty bad, what a positive this has been. Yeah, it's and, been a bright spot yeah. every week, Zach. And that's, I, that's great. I think I knew doing it had potential and it, it's fun to see that it does and that it's paying off. And I think we still have so far that we can go. So what's for you? What's like the... We'll have one more episode next week in 2020, mm-hmm. and then we're moving on to a new year. What's the You Can't Disappoint a Podcast New Year resolutions? Oh, what do we shit. hope to accomplish for this show in 2021? I sure, you know, I've mapped out how long it will take for us to get through the entirety of community with yeah. a handful of bonus episodes, and it totals about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So we've got less than two years of this. What do you think the next full year of podcasting about community could do for us? You know what I, I'm looking forward to yeah. is, you know, I'm looking forward to not only having more people on our show, but us going on like other people's shows. I know you went on the AP Bio uh, podcast, and I'm excited for that. When is that? Do you know when that's coming out? I don't know. I think they kind of, it's like a, you know, the podcasts that we do are a passion project. I think that's yeah. a side passion project for the people involved. Yeah. So it'll come out when it comes out, and I'll definitely share well, I'm it I'm excited to hear that when it does. But like, I want us to go on stuff together because, you know, we are superior to all and we need to go and flaunt that a little bit so i'm just looking forward to you know chatting with you more and i'm excited because you know i think this year regardless of you know we both went through a lot of ups and downs which is like with the world in general and you know having this podcast every week was definitely a bright spot through those more dark moments so i'm excited to kind of tackle uh 2021 and all that brings not only with you but with well, i mean to piggyback off that i mean how many times have we recorded this show where one of us have been like i'm not really feeling so good today yeah and then afterwards left saying that was a lot of fun every and time just that has been so much fun yeah yeah finish what you were saying sorry but yeah i'm excited to kind of tackle the next year with with the the listeners that we have now and the all the new people that we're going to get to meet and share about something that we really enjoy and that awesome. brings joy to our lives. I'm thinking bigger than that. I'm hoping in 2021 I'm going to will it into an ex- into existence. I am hopeful that we're going to interview someone or a couple yeah. people. We're going to get some community people on this show. I think it's within our reach. I think so too. And if anyone has any connections, yeah, send them our way. 
hey, Joel, I think now's finally the time. You know, yeah. you've been asking, you've he been asking. Yeah. He did. We have it on film. I think this next year, it's going to be full of season two and three. You're going to hear some of the voices you've heard before again. You're going to hear some new voices, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, we're going to be just as down and dirty every week as we always are. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this thing up. This was a lot of fun. I hope this was a nice little thing to have over your Christmas week. We will be back next week with our coverage of basic rocket science. If you haven't sent in your trivia yet, it's already too late. We've already actually recorded that episode as of this time. So wow, go that's ahead. true, isn't it? Yeah. So go ahead and send in your trivia, MVP, and favorite funny moment for Messianic Myths and Ancient Peoples, which will be our first episode of 2021. And yeah, I'm so looking forward to what's going to come with this. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Good vibes. It's been a blast. Stephen, what do you have left to say for these wonderful people who are here with us? You know, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Any hippopotamus will do. But on a real note, guys, happy holidays. Stay safe. Stay warm. Stay cozy. Uh, and hey, congratulations, because we have almost made it through this shitty-ass year. So I hope that Onto maybe we brought one. a little bit of smile into your 2020 because you guys sure brought a whole heck of a lot of it to us. Yeah. Special holiday shout-out to everyone who supported this show, listened to it, come on it, uh, or anyone who helps us get this done every week. You guys mean a lot to us, and uh, we look forward to having a lot more conversations with you. Yeah. Signing off from Inside the Dreamatorium, I'm Zach. I'm Steven. Black Lives Matter. Happy holidays and merry happy. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas, Ron. Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy we used Christmas. We said that to each other, didn't we? Yeah, we that did. Was just not even around holiday times. That was just just like in a, general. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We'll be back next week. See you Have soon. Have a great week. Merry Christmas. Santa Claus is coming to town. Bruce Springsteen. He's making a living.